All right, we're doing things a little bit different today because uh, we recorded a whole episode yesterday. I uh, had a guest and everything. Shout out to Brandon. Um, but, you know, the program that we use decided not to work. So we'll keep pushing out this content weekly. We took our little month, what, month, month and a half break. Uh, we back. We're trying to get back to the consistency. We should have been on episode 100. So I'm going to do the solo show. You know, uh, wish we could have everybody here, but I'm doing this in the middle of the day um, on my lunch break. So um, it's going to be a little weird because it's going to be kind of like a little radio show or whatever. Uh, just my opinion and my opinion only. Don't have anyone to troll me or bounce back, which I uh, kind of need that energy. But whatever. We're just going to go ahead and go through it here. Um, last weekend was uh, All-Star Day because it wasn't the whole weekend, but... Uh, they pretty much crunched everything into about five, six hours um, of your day. Uh, we had the skills comp- uh, skill competitions, f- skills competition first. Sorry, can't talk. Uh, skills competition first. Um, then we had the uh, three-point competition right before the game. And then at halftime of the game, we had the dunk contest. Now, uh, overall, I was uh, underwhelmed with the whole entire thing. The dunk contest was kind of rushed to me. Uh, three-point contest is going to be the three-point contest. I mean, it's hard to kind of mess that up. You got people shooting threes, right? Um, and the skills competition, again, skill competition is, you don't really need the crowd's energy for those things. It's just, it's going to happen. Now, it would have been nice to have more than 2,000 people in there. I think it was like 2,500, I think. Um, but, you know, we definitely would have saw more of a reaction um, on the three-point contest. But, I mean... If you if you like if you like basketball, you enjoyed that part. Um, the game itself um, looked like the guys that was out there having fun um, shooting threes from half court. Just just cause shout out to Dame. Um, and uh, the game wasn't as competitive as it normally would be um, in this situation. Uh, you know, guys were there because they had to be there. Um, either way, the the cause was for uh, HBCUs. And they were able to uh, raise money for that. Um, overall, my take on All Star Weekend is well, All Star Week was it, it was all right. Uh, I I'm not even gonna lie, I missed the dunk contest because I wasn't paying any attention. Um, the game, I kind of I kind of zoned out in the game for real. It was too many threes for me personally. Um, basketball is actually my favorite sport. I just stopped growing, so I had to stop playing really. But um, yeah, I. For me, basketball is at its best when you have the inside game, the mid-range, and the three-pointer. I feel like the game overall right now is just primarily built on the three-pointer. And I get it. I get I get it. It is basic math. If I shoot two threes and I make them, I get six. If you shoot two twos, you get four. You have to shoot three, three twos in order to get my two threes, right? And, you know, mathematically to go even further, if you shoot 50%, I can shoot 33% and still score more than you just off the the weight of my score. I get it mathematically, but as far as like enjoying the game, I feel like they're going a little crazy with the three-pointers, you know. It, we had an example right before All-Star game when the Mavericks were up by two, had a fast break, three-on-one fast break, and they decided to stop the fast break and pull the three. For what? What, what sense does that make? But anyway, we, we're going to get off that. I feel like the old man, you know, to get off my lawn at my young age, I feel like an old man 
when it comes to talking about uh, where the game is going. But at the same time, I mean, if you can shoot, you can shoot. If you can't shoot, oh, well, learn how to shoot. Um, but uh, I, I, I miss the days of, you know, being able to pull that mid-range, uh, you know, the ISO game where it's just not, hey, I'm going to pull a three, make a three, and then, you know, that's going to be the whole game. You know, you got teams combining for 93 pointers a game. Like, that is crazy. What, 90 attempts. Nobody's making 93, but. That's besides the point. Either way, All Star um, to me it was it was all right for what they had to deal with. Uh, they had a lot they had to deal with. It was a last minute thing. Guys didn't really want to be there. Really wasn't a lot of fans. And overall, it's for a good cost. So really not going to go too deep into that. Um, that was pretty much the sentiment of everybody on the podcast yesterday. Um, pretty much was like, eh, wasn't bad. Wasn't terrible. Um, dunk contest. I don't think anybody really said anything about it besides it was rushed. Um, I know Sap said he didn't see it. I didn't see it. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do to make the money. Uh, so we can keep these salary caps up and you can make up for those lost wages that you had with the, uh, no fans in the stands, but, uh, we'll see. Hopefully next year, things are back to normal and, uh, we can have a actual all-star weekend, um, again, um, let's see what else we have here. So, uh, the, the season started back up last night. So we had 11 games last night. Uh, we got the Pistons beating the, I'm sorry, the Hornets beating the Pistons, um, 105 to 102. The Nets beating the Celtics 121 to 109. Uh, the Hawks beating the Raptors 121 to 120. Uh, the Magic losing to the Heat 103 to 111. 76ers beating the Bulls 127 to 105. Knicks getting smacked by the Bucks 101 uh, to 134. Timberwolves smacked the Pelicans 135 to 105. The Mavericks. Uh, beat the Thunder. Oh, I'm sorry, lost to the Thunders, uh, to, to the Thunder singular, uh, one hundred eight to one sixteen, and then the Clippers smacked the Warriors, one thirty to one hundred four. It was way worse than that. Um, <laughs> well, actually, we got two more games. I'm sorry, let me keep it scrolling. Uh, the Suns beat the Trailblazers one twenty seven to one twenty one, and the Kings beat the Rockets, uh. 125 to 105. Now, the common trend to all these games are 100 plus. Didn't even really pay attention to that. Again, it goes back to what the game is no defense and three point shooting. But, I mean, you can't force the league to change. People like shooting. Just like in football, people like touchdowns. So, you're going to pass the rock. Um, you know, baseball used to be the number one sport. Um, and they had, a sl- they had a slogan chicks dig the long ball. Uh, pause. <laughs> Basically, that means. Uh, Chicks dig the home run. Um, baseball kind of has the same thing that's going on with uh, with basketball, if you think about it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of strategy taken out of it. You're not getting a lot of bunts, not a lot of strategical hits. All you're getting is pretty much home runs and strikeouts. That's an overgeneralized statement, but that's kind of where the game is right now. Um, but, again, I get it. You hit a home run. You score a point. <laughs> I get it. You have people on base. You score multiple points. So I, I get the logic. But as a fan, you know, you want to see more. You want to see what the game, the game was built on. You want to see, you know, stolen bases and things like that. Not just every time someone comes up, it's either a strikeout or a home run. But we don't really talk about baseball here. So we're going to go ahead and keep it moving um, to the NFL. Cam Newton 
Cam Newton signs a one-year $14 million deal uh, with the Patriots. He re-signed. Um, that tells me that they understood last year. Um, not a New England fan. We'll never root for New England. Um, I, I support black quarterbacks, so I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to have the fact of that. So it was good to see Cam get a shot, um, but <laughs> most of the team weren't there. Uh, like normal, they had nobodies um, as far as like uh, – I can't say nobody's because they made it to the league. Well, never mind. As Roy would say, there's a lot of people that made it to the league and trash. You just know people who know people. But overall, they are professional athletes, so we can't say that they're the worst. But they had a lot of no-name uh, people in skill positions. They had a lot of people who I was going to say called out. Um, a lot of people who uh, opted out due to COVID. And overall, uh, the Patriots were just pretty much a, pack, a patchwork team, kind of like you know, that movie, what's the movie uh, where they played in Baltimore? Uh, well, they I don't think they were really, they were in D.C., quote-unquote. The replacements, yeah, it was kind of like the replacements, basically. Uh, Cam got COVID and was never the same since he had it. So, um, I don't know if that played a factor in it. But either way, um, he got the he got the deal one more year. Uh, he's going to get a shot. You got people coming back. Um, I, New England, you know, they don't sign. They really don't try to sign big-name free agents. Their goal is really to try to draft or get somebody, coach them up, and trade them before they actually get their worth. Um, you see it happen all the time with them. But uh, Cam got another shot here, so we're going to see what he's going to do next year. Hopefully, um, you know, New England does well in the sense of uh, winning the division or being competitive or at least making the playoffs. Um, more so for the sake of Cam Newton, not necessarily the New England Patriots. I can care less. Uh, about the Patriots um, and anyone who ever played for him. But, you know, uh, speaking of deals, we have Dak Prescott, who uh, got a very large deal. Uh, let me go ahead and pull these numbers up real quick because I don't really care too much about that or the Cowboys. But let's go ahead and see what these mediocre people got. All right. So, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, $40 million per year. Um, overall, what was it? 160. Can't find the number right now. Let's see. Yep. 160 for, uh, 40 per year. But the, the big news here is more so about how Jerry Jones is finessing the salary cap. Only 26 million is hitting the salary cap, uh, for this year. Salary cap, salary cap is lower this year than it is normally because of the money, the revenue lost last year with COVID. Um, so how the salary cap salary cap basically is determined is uh, profitability of the league. Uh, if you lose money, salary cap goes down. If you make a lot of more money, salary cap rises. Um, unfortunately, this was in a year where they had a big deal um, coming to place because deals are still intact. They have another big deal coming in place very shortly. So I would not be surprised if the salary cap skyrockets with uh, people getting back into the stands plus these new deals. Um, you know, everything's going to go up, basically. So Dak, Pre Dak Prescott's contract, as much as it hurts them, well, I wouldn't say hurt, I'm sorry. As much as it looks like he's making right now, in a couple years, it probably looks like an average QB or maybe above average QB salary, just how things always work. Uh, somebody, some guy would want to have the, the ego trip of, oh, I'm the highest paid quarterback, and then two years later, he's in the middle of the run when everybody else signs. So, but Dak doesn't seem like he has an ego to the point of wanting to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. He wanted to just be paid his worth. Uh, he had a fourth round pick who outperformed his contract. Um, 
He's won more um, early than a lot of quarterbacks in recent history with Dallas. Um, actually, did they win a playoff game? I don't think they won a playoff game, but got to the playoffs. They ain't been in a while. But even with that, um, Dak got his money. I didn't want to really go too much into detail about that because, uh, again, I don't care. And that's Roy's thing. But uh, <laughs> Dak, uh, we did speak about Dak and the potential trade for uh, Russell Wilson. Um, and we talked about how that was probably not going to happen. Seattle and Jerry, they're not going to really, they're not going to really make any deals. Honestly. Um, I, I don't see that happening, but, uh, Russell Wilson has been, it's something kind of crossed the wires a couple hours ago, basically saying that it's, he's probably going to be traded based off, um, you know, what a lot of people are reporting here. I have no idea where he's going to be traded. Uh, he says he wants to be traded to, uh, you know, a team like Chicago, uh, specifically, he did say Chicago because he wants a historic franchise that he can basically turn around. Um, you know, I guess he wants to have a, a bigger legacy than a defense carrying him and a run game carrying him, um, which which makes sense. You know, anytime you can make a legacy move, you want to make that legacy move. He's already, he already has his money, um, so he's not hurting for money. Uh, at this point, it's all about legacy. He already has a ring. So he's playing for numbers and he's playing for uh legacy at this time. But, you know, we'll see what happens there. I know I'm kind of brushing through it. I don't do this solo talking thing. I don't really like talking in general. Um, but, you know, the Russell Wilson, uh, he might be shipped. I don't know to where, when, how, uh, you know, I don't know who's going to make the deal. Uh, we still got Deshaun Watson out there. So you got, you know, two of the two. Of, well, I think top four quarterbacks, uh, Salary, they're all black. Um, shout out to black quarterbacks. But we got two of them um, pretty much trying to get out. Well, not two anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You got Deshaun Watson. Um, and then you have Russell Wilson. So I don't know where they're going to end up. It's going to be interesting. Um, it's a lot of teams that don't really need quarterbacks. Um, but then there's some teams that are like a piece away from a quarterback. I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of a lot of teams is like, are you a quarterback away to make those big type deals and sacrifices? If you think you are a quarterback away, go ahead and make that deal. If you don't think you're a quarterback away, you're going to end up wasting that man's career or at least a couple years because you're going to have to build around him, Or you're going to have to be able to get these free agents in there off the fact that you just signed that person. So it's going to be interesting um, when it comes down to what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and, uh, Russell Wilson in the next coming weeks, but we'll see. Um, now, uh, last thing we want to talk about here, not we, but I, because I'm by myself, but let's see, we got, let me go through the topics real quick and I'm not going to edit any of this out. All right. We got overtime. Um, if you don't know about overtime, um, the, the reason why I know them, they're a big, they're a big, uh, social media brand for uh basketball, high school basketball, that's how a lot of these kids now, they get their name out through overtime. And um, that's another one that starts with the Y. I can't think of the name. But it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, social media based uh, companies who are out here ranking like middle schoolers and, you know, keeping track of them and their names blowing up. And overtime, they get to the point where they're giving out TV shows on Instagram and things uh, to uh, athletes and and their family members, um, specifically Julian Newman. And I think Mikey, I forgot his name, Mike Davis, Mikey Davis, something like that. Uh, the number one guy coming out in a couple years um, based off their rankings. Um, but over time, and Roy would say shout out to LeVar Ball, um, BBB, 
they are pretty much the uh, they're taking the Lavar the uh, I cannot talk Lavar Ball method of basically uh, trying to pay these younger athletes to kind of have a alternatives to um, NCAA and going across seas. So they're going to take uh, the top thirty players, um, top thirty prospects between ages of sixteen and eighteen. And they'll guarantee a minimum salary of $100,000 with additional bonuses and equity in the league. That's a big part about it, equity. So I don't know if the equity thing is going to be something where it's going to be every player who ever plays in there or it's going to be this first crop of kids. But the thing with that, if it is a equity-based thing, um, what having equity in it, if this league blows up, these players will be making recurring money if they sell their stocks or even if they just hold on to them, they're going to be able to have a lot of money in the bank um, based off this uh, league growing. And um, with that, that, that's a good concept. Um, I don't really know how everything's going to flush out. Um, but again, it gives an alternative to uh, playing college basketball. We have no interest in, interest in learning. You're pretty much on campus for what? from August to around like October, not doing anything, but quote unquote, going to class, take, basically taking your humanities classes. <laughs> um, because a lot of these kids are one and done. They're not really going to class. They don't really have like, they don't really have to do too much. They just have to maintain the 2.0 um, in order to be eligible to play in the, in the uh, spring season. And um, once you can go and be eligible with that, at that point, once you can make it through March Madness, you're good to go because you think you're going to leave anyway. Um, and if your team makes it, you're good. If your team doesn't make it, uh, at that point, you just drop out. That's what a lot of kids are doing. But it's it's a good alternative. Um, that way, you, you're given 100000 guaranteed plus extra bonuses. So with basketball, a lot of these kids, um, just from outside looking, it looks like a lot of these high-ranked kids aren't really coming from poverty. So I don't know how impactful – the hundred thousand will be well. I, this, I think it's going to be impactful in general because um, it's a lot of money to give to someone that young. But a lot of these uh, kids aren't coming from families where a hundred thousand dollars is going to be that life changing uh, to the point where you know, okay, now we're just taking that year off. Uh, or I'm sorry, we're not taking that year off, and we're going to be hurt. A lot of the kids, from what I've been seeing in all these documentaries and things like that, they come from middle class to upper middle class families because they have all the training and all these things to get them to more. They're going to all these camps and doing all this traveling. Now, there there are a few that probably come, you know, from, uh, you know, modest, modest upbringings. And that hundred thousand dollars can change them a lot. But, um, you know, it's just good to see another alternative to the NCAA. Now, I don't know how or. If the NCAA is going to try to get involved with this, uh, I feel like somehow, some way they're going to do what the NCAA is going to do. And that's basically put their nose in businesses that they have nothing to do with just because it's a possible uh, student athlete. So um, we're going to see the league should start. I think it's this year the league should start, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it is. I'm really not interested in high school players to really want to watch them play. Um, but we'll see. I'll definitely keep my eye on it, kind of see how this goes, and, you know, see what those top players rank and see if it's going to be a feeder system from that to the G League or that straight to the NBA. Because you got to think about it. You have the top 30 players in the – well, I wouldn't say top 30 because I, uh, I don't know if they're going to pull one through 30. But let's say if you have theoretically the top 30 ranked players and you have them all together, 
these are the peers who would be playing together in college anyway. These are the peers where if all of them were good enough, could be the entire first round of a draft class. Um, or, you know, you get 60 picks. They could be somewhere within that 60 pick, all 30 of them. So did, you could be gauging this uh, competition. High, this is high competition that you would not normally have, especially if you're uh, now with the NCAA. It's kind of watered down right now with college basketball. You have normal powerhouses getting knocked out in the tournaments and having trash records and just everything, everything about college basketball right now is uh, on the downside, on the downswing. So it'll be very interesting to see how they rank this, um, how, not rank, but how they uh, use that slide and scale of, okay, you're playing against these guys. Can we draft in the NBA? Do we uh, draft you with a two-way contract uh, to the G League? Do you go undrafted with a G League contract? Uh, it is going to be very interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much more to say. Um this is probably going to be one of our lower rated episodes because I was just rambling off, um, rambling about nothing for days. Um, but at the end of the day, we got to get content out. Content needs to be pushed. This is episode number 95. Hopefully we can get these technical issues cleared up so we can have everybody here. Um, we got a guest coming next week. Hopefully everything goes through um, with that. But, you know, we appreciate the support. All that other Jasmine has QB saying, uh, I'm out.